Welcome to Wellness with KC, the podcast. I'm your host and wellness bestie, Corinne Catania, and my purpose as a certified integrative nutrition coach is to guide women on their health and wellness journey in a balanced and sustainable way. Join me every week for casual, unfiltered chats that are designed to inspire and empower you to live your best life. Now let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness with Casey. I am so excited you are here for today's episode. We're going to be talking all about supplements. Now, this might be a part one, part two kind of thing. There's a lot of ground to cover. I'm still going to try and keep it high level so that I can cover a lot of ground, but depending on how long we go today, you might see a part two. But before we get into supplements, I want to catch you up on my life. I mean, I think that's what I've been opening up the past few podcasts with, and I like it. You guys seem to like it. So let's continue that. Um, We are in week, I don't know, is it two? Week two? Yeah, we closed on our house uh, exactly two weeks ago today. I'm recording this on Tuesday the 7th. You're going to be listening to this on the 8th, which was our first night in our house. So we've been at our house for two weeks, um, and we are making a lot of progress. It is finally feeling like it's coming um, and being like our home, our living room is set, our kitchen is done, our bedroom is done, our guest room is done. Now we have my office, and now we have the basement. But we have some things for the basement set up. Um, we're just trying to figure out what we want to do with it. And we want it to be like a really fun, cool vibe. We were thinking about possibly doing like a shuffleboard or a game table. If you have any ideas, please send them my way because I need them. Um, we're just really a little confused. We have a couch down there. We have a TV down there. Um and like that kind of stuff. But we want the fun stuff, you know? We want to kind of make it fun because we have a lot of room down there. Um, So yeah, that's kind of the update. What else? Oh, if you follow me on Instagram, you know earlier in... Actually, no, late last week, one of my dogs, I have three golden retrievers, if you didn't know. And yes, my house is always hairy, even though I sweep every single day or try to at least. Um, one of my golden retrievers, Scarlet is her name. She's our only girl. She was laying down on a rug that we have. It was a new rug and I bought it from Wayfair. And I look over at her and her eye is swollen. It was really her eyelid. And it was pretty concerning looking. So I didn't know what happened. Um, They've been playing around the yard. I'm like, did something bite her? Was she stung by a bee? I really wasn't sure, but it was pretty red. And so I ended up taking her to the uh, ER, like the emergency vet, because her vet was closed and I tried to call other vets in the area and they were not taking new clients. Um, and they all recommended that we go to the emergency vet. So we did. By the time the doctor saw us in the waiting room, or in the room, actually, exam room, at the emergency vet, her eye was almost back to normal. It was a little swollen, but like almost back to normal. And so, you know, it wasn't that much money. I think we spent like 140 but like, girl, she just had a 
a freak eye incident for like two hours and then it went away. Thankfully, thankfully it was nothing more. But I actually think that it was due to maybe a chemical that they sprayed on the rug. I don't know what it was, but it freaks me out. Um, and yeah, I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys or your dogs. Let me know because that was kind of freaky. Um, but otherwise, I think that's really all the the tea and the gossip of this week. I know my life's really exciting. <laughs> so now let's get into an even more exciting topic and talk about supplements. So let me first start off this little conversation that we're about to have by saying supplements are supplemental. I mean, that sounds really obvious, right? But so many times I see people over supplementing instead of focusing on diet and lifestyle, right? So they're just going to take a supplement because it's easier for them instead of changing their diet. And my opinion is that we should always be looking at our diet first. We should be trying to get as much as possible from our diet, as much nutrients, as much vitamins, everything that we possibly can from what we are eating. And then other lifestyle factors, of course, have a, have a role there. Um, and then from there, we supplement. We supplement what we cannot get from our diet and our lifestyle. That is what supplements are meant to be. They are meant to add nutrients to our body that we cannot get from our diet on an everyday basis. And there's a bunch of different supplements. There's vitamins, like all the things out there. And we'll talk about that. Um, and, a, and a big part of the conversation is also going to be about what to look for in supplements because if you didn't know, the supplement industry is heavily underregulated, almost as worse, I would probably claim even worse than the beauty industry. Um, and so you hear me talk about that a lot, about the beauty industry being underregulated. Like the vitamin industry is just awful. And if you go to a vitamin store... I would argue that majority of those supplements that you are seeing on the shelves that are being advertised to people as healthy or as safe are trash, you guys. They probably have ingredients in them that aren't actually good for you, which defeats the purpose of getting those vitamins or their supplements to begin with, right? And so what we're going to talk about today is some like of the fillers and additives to look for um, when you're when you're buying supplements, when you're supplement shopping. But before we dive into all that, I think it's important that we have an understanding of what supplements include, right? Because let's we have to have an idea of what we're talking about. So we have our vitamins, right? These are our essential nutrients. These are things that our body needs to function properly and stay healthy. In this category, now this is important, you have fat-soluble vitamins, which basically they dissolve in fat and they can be stored in your body. These include vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, and vitamin K. So these vitamins, because they are fat-soluble, you need to be careful of what that dosage is. You do not want to take too much of those vitamins because technically, and I'm getting really like cautious over here, you can quote-unquote overdose on fat-soluble vitamins. Will you? Probably not. But like you still want to be cautious of 
where your current level is at and what you need to supplement them to be in an optimal level. Again, I think we forget that supplements are supplemental. We just think that they're like good for us no matter what. And then there are water-soluble vitamins. So these dissolve in water. They aren't stored in the body, and basically we pee them out. So these include vitamin C and vitamin B. Um, Then we have our minerals. So minerals are inorganic elements that are essential for specific bodily functions, things like bone health, things like that, right? Then we have a blend. So a blend might contain both vitamins and minerals. So it could contain both multiple things, whatever it might be. It's going to be a blend of a few different things. And I'm just going to give you some of my thoughts here. When I think of supplements, I really believe that we should have a baseline of where our body is currently at before we start supplementing. I I don't believe in blind supplementing, and I'll talk about that in a second. So what I mean by getting an idea of what our baseline is, is looking at recent blood work or any testing that we have done to see where we're deficient and then adjust our diet and supplement from there. Again, the first approach for me is always going to be to adjust my diet because that is going to be the best source of vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that I can possibly get. I'm going to find those at the end of my fork, not in a pill bottle. The pill bottle is to supplement what I can't get from my food. And so I I said this, but I just don't believe in blindly supplementing. I don't believe in that approach. Some things, okay, fine. Um, But when it comes to vitamins specifically, I think it's always a good idea to understand where you're currently at and if it's fixable by adjusting your diet. Because if you're just going to throw supplements at you, your body, how do you know where you need to be? How do you know what's going on? You know what I mean? If you're just blindly throwing supplements, you could be over supplementing. And most healthy individuals can get all of the vitamins and minerals that they need from their diet alone. Now, that has become increasingly hard and almost impossible with the standard American diet because we know that it's not very nutrient-dense. But that's why I believe it's important to focus on nutrition first because if you are on a standard American diet in eating foods that are void of nutrients and you are just getting your vitamins, your minerals, and all your nutrients from supplements, you can easily adjust your diet and get them from there first and then supplement, right? So that's why I believe we really need to look at our diet first. And there are people um, that have like certain conditions, of course, or on medications. And a lot of those times that plays a big role in what they need to supplement because maybe that medication is affecting their body's ability to absorb the nutrients that they need from their food. So that makes it almost impossible for them to get what they need from food. And this is where supplements really shine. This is where they're incredibly helpful and beneficial because in that case, There is only so much that you can do to adjust your diet, and it's probably not going to be enough, right? You have medication that is blocking the absorption of the nutrients. And so, you know, that, of course, is an exception. I want to note that, that 
if you have a certain condition or you're on medication, like, yes, you are taking supplements because you probably need them, right? So I I totally get that. But for um, any like healthy individual here who is not on a medication, you can probably get everything you need from your diet. And then there's also certain times of the year where supplementing might make more sense than others. So what I mean by that is like, I like to supplement vitamin D in the winter because I live in New York, right? It's gloomy. We're not getting that much sun. We're not outside that much when it's really cold. And I also want to boost my metabolism because this is the time where everyone's like swapping colds and this and that. But there are people who have no idea what their vitamin D level is, and they're taking the max dosage. Like, they're not taking a minimal dosage. They're taking the max dosage every day, and they're taking it not just in the winter, but throughout the entire year at these high dosages because they want to boost their immune system. They heard that vitamin D helps boost their immune system, which of course is true. We know that. But what they don't realize is that in the body, vitamin D actually acts as a hormone. And it is one of those fat-soluble vitamins. So it gets stored in the body. So having excess of it is going to get stored. And having too much of it can actually throw off our hormone balance. So again, that's where it's really important to understand what your baseline is because then you know what the proper dosage is and you also know how like, how and when to take it, right? Do you need it throughout the year or do you just need it in the winter? Um, in the summer, if you have a good baseline, you probably don't need it. You just need a little extra support in the winter. And then... Um, So that's like my whole spiel on understanding the baseline because I I just don't think enough people want to do do the work to figure out where they're at. And I've personally done that myself. I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to get all these vitamins and they're good quality vitamins. So I feel good about it. I'm going to take this and I'm going to take that because this is good for this and this is good for that. But I truly, I would have no idea where my body was actually at. And you really need to do uh, blood work and get testing in order to figure out what you need. And that is how you're going to optimize the supplements that you add to your lifestyle, right? And supplements aren't cheap. So it's just going to work out if you know what you need. So you're not wasting money on things that you don't need. And then there's also, um, and I want to touch on this too before we move on, there are supplements that help with certain things that um, okay, like let's talk magnesium. It's great for a lot of things, but it's a natural po- approach to get better sleep, right? Um, ashwagandha, it's great to help regulate stress for people with anxiety. That's a really good supplement. When it comes to inflammation, turmeric, ginger, pineapple, those are all great. You have pre and probiotics for gut health. There's a lot of supplements, you guys, and that's kind of my point. And I just personally find that they're overly recommended, some of them at least, right? And nothing will ever beat the nutrient power of a healthy diet, period. Like I will take on that battle every single day because what you find at the end of the fork is truly more powerful than what you will find in any pill bottle. And yes, pre and probiotics, like you don't necessarily need to know like your baseline, but you have to have an idea of where your gut health is. There are certain people who take a pre and probiotic way too soon and they need to do other things first, right? Um, 
So I know that the supplement conversation is uh, confusing because you probably hear so many times that supplements are great and you need these supplements. And I think that that's true. But I also have found that in the natural holistic space, you go to a doctor and they try and prescribe these supplements. But the thing is, is that they sell those supplements. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but I am cautious of that because I, if they're not talking to you about your diet first, it is a red flag. If you get testing done and their immediate response is to supplement without first addressing your diet and how and if it can be adjusted, red flag. That should be the first conversation. And if you're truly dealing with somebody in the holistic space who cares about your health, that is what they're going to talk about. Now, there's definitely cases where you cannot adjust your um, diet enough and you need supplements. I am not saying that that is not uh, in a lot of the times the case, but there are probably things you can adjust in your diet and that should be a part of the conversation. Obviously, this is not medical advice, you guys. I don't know you. I don't know your situation. But I highly recommend that you find someone who you can really trust, one that maybe is in in the holistic space or if not in the holistic space is at least open to holistic practices such as using food as medicine and just get your levels tested. See where you're at. See what you can improve on and how you can optimize your health. There is nothing wrong with that. Even if you think that you're healthy, there's probably things that you can do better. And having an outside perspective is always helpful. Always helpful. So now that we got all of that out of the way, let's do a little chit chat about ingredients that you might find in supplements. You might be surprised by this. You might not be. Um, But as a reminder, if you did not know already, supplements are not FDA tested or regulated. So we do want to be cautious about the brands that we're supporting, the products that we're buying. We want to make sure that the ingredients are actually high quality. They're doing what it says it's going to be doing. There's no yucky stuff in them, right? And really what I look for on labels is I go right to that other ingredients category. So they're going to be highlighting the selling points. They're going to be highlighting the good ingredients. And then on the back, there's going to be a little category that says other ingredients. That's what I want you to look at. And these aren't actually the ingredients. Um, Like I said, they're not the selling point ingredients. There are the additional ones. So there are things like binding agents. So these are used to hold tablets and capsules together um, so they don't crumble, right, when you take them out. Fillers, these add bulk to supplements so your supplements don't appear to only be half full because when you actually get smaller capsules, it, it costs more money for the supplier. Um, there's flow enhancers and lubricants, so those help prevent supplement ingredients from clumping together or sticking during the manufacturing process, and this lowers the cost significantly for the supplier. Um, there's coatings and glazes, so these help hold supplements together, make them easier to swallow, preservatives, obviously these help extend the shelf life of the product, colors, They improve or alter the appearance of supplements, um, flavors, sweeteners. I mean, these are more so common in like chewables or liquid supplements, but they're to improve the taste of the product. 
And now that's just to give you an idea, but like these other ingredients are not necessary. And a lot of the times they're just there to help cut down the cost of producing the supplements for the supplier because it makes it easier to produce. They can produce more of it. They can produce these things faster. They And by producing more and faster, they're going to sell more. They're going to increase their profits. So typically it's a business play. It's not really about like, oh, this is to help, you know, you swallow it better. Like, no, it's about what the bottom line is. And I talk about this a lot, but you have to understand that even health products that you are buying, most of the time, brands do not care about your health. They care about their profit. They care about the bottom line. And I think as consumers, that's something that we have to remember and we have to like not support these companies that are like that. There are a few companies that actually care about their ingredients. They put quality supplements out. Those are the ones that we should support. Um, so I want to make like, I want to, I think I'm going to do a part two because what I want to do is I want to talk to you guys about all of the ingredients that I personally avoid. Now that doesn't mean that you have to avoid them. That does not mean anything, but I want to list the ingredients that I personally avoid in supplements or that I look for, why I look for them, why I avoid them. Um, Maybe I'll share some brands that I recommend or that I use personally. Um, And again, you don't have to like use the exact brands I do, but I want to give you an idea so you have an example. So when you're looking at supplements, you kind of understand what my thinking is, and then tweak it. Do better than me. That is what I always say. Make decisions for you, not because I said something, but because you want to make those decisions because you want to be a healthier, better version of yourself. I never want to tell anybody what to do, even with my coaching clients. Like You have to want to make changes. And if you don't, don't listen to part two, right? If you don't want to implement changes in your life, no one can make you, no one can tell you to, no one can hold your hand and make you cross the finish line because it's not going to work. It's not going to stick. You have to want to make that change. Um, so if you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know how unregulated the supplement industry was, the vitamin industry was, like, I want to look at my um, what I have in my uh, medicine cabinet. I want to see the ingredients. I want to know, like, is this up to Casey's standard? Because, listen, it might not be up to mine, but it might be up to yours, and that's okay. You, I might give you a list of 10 things that I avoid, and you're like, you know what? I'm fine with, like, eight of those, but the, the two that you mentioned, oh, those are the ones I'm going to avoid. That's going to be your standard. And that doesn't mean my standard is better than your standard. It just means we have different standards, right? Um, so that is the point of, I think, next week's episode. I, and I think it just makes sense to put that in a part two because I just have a lot more to share on this topic. And by going into the different ingredients and by going into the different, like, just everything, it's probably going to take another, like, I don't know, half an hour And I don't want this episode to be too long. I want, yeah, that's not, that's not the vibe of my uh, episode. So 
Anyways, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and I hope you join me back next week to talk more about supplements, specifically about ingredients, specifically about brands and just, yeah, let's, let's get, let's choose only the best for ourselves and I hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing week and I will chat with you next week. All right, I'll see you soon. Hi friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so proud of you for showing up today for your future self. If you have any topic recommendations or are looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at wellnesswithkc. If this episode helped you in any way, don't forget to drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on or share this episode on your social media. My goal is to help as many women as possible, and I really appreciate you for being a part of this journey and this mission with me. So thank you again for being here, and I will see you next week.